0: Did you hear that clink, bitches? Because it's season two.
1: Season two is here. Season We're in the corner of Welcome
0: to season two.
1: Oh yeah, podcast. Our book market podcast.
0: It's us. Your two best gal pals.
1: Here we are. I
0: hate that I just said that and I want you to delete it.
1: I will not delete it because it was genuine. Because <laughs> you are the girl who says gal pals sometimes. I'm
0: not. I'm not that
1: girl. You just said it. So obviously you are that girl.
0: Um, The person to my right is Malia. Hello. The person talking to you right now is Hannah.
1: Hello. That you're you're going to confuse <laughs> the
0: fuck out of people.
1: Oh, our three listeners, they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You guys will get it. It's like a puzzle.
0: It doesn't matter.
1: Um, But what was I just... Oh, I wanted to do... So on one of the podcasts that we love, mm-hmm. the, My Favorite Murder. Love them. They're so funny. They do a corrections corner. Yeah. And while I don't want to match them there are some things from season one that i need to clear up okay and the specific one that's been resting with me for months at this point is that i i said that venom was a dc character and like that's just so far from wrong i still have no idea venom is is a marvel character every like they do i'm just he's a marvel character Mm -hmm. and why on earth i would be like yeah dc i don't know it was late we weren't in our own safe space we were at brian's house yeah i was uncomfortable i really
0: don't know i'm not into all that stuff this is my multiverse well i mean sarah has created the multiverse that i'm i'm enjoying
1: she sure did i don't know and i also know that the first episode of season one was really bad (laughs) and so it's not really a correction it's just letting you guys know the whole first half of season one was bad the first half of season one was not good we talked a lot in circles I mean we're figuring it out yeah it's fine so we're getting better but I'm just it's not so much of a correction of just like we know yeah we're aware we know that we definitely got some details wrong
0: yeah and if you were listening at that point and you're back now thank you thank you for being patient and oh giving us another try thank
1: you so much
0: because we give ourselves another try every day
1: it's true and if you're one of the people that are in the Sarah J Moss. Book club Facebook group. you can go tell people to listen to this podcast because they have a lot of debates on there that we've already settled for them <laughs> <laughs> They just they just don't know it yet. I, um, I don't think I could be a part of that because I would engage I can't I, I literally just wear, I cannot engage because if I do uh, I will be bad I'll- you,
0: last night you sent me a voice note we were talking about <laughs> some some theory stuff. Some people that were complaining about Nesta in this series, which we have also complained about Nesta, so don't get me wrong. Because But you said that bitch is a dumb bitch and I just don't know how else to say it. And I was like, Wow.
1: It's just and the thing is is I'm not I'm not gonna say this is like I'll be an internet bully if I do it. I'm like your opinion's trash. Yeah. Splishy splash. Uh it's not, it's her opinion, it's just a wrong one. It's just wrong across the board, and you never responded. Well,
0: I don't think her opinions are wrong. I think her facts are incorrect, and that's why her opinion is incorrect.
1: <laughs> so her opinion's wrong.
0: <laughs> but, like, it's someone's opinion, so, like, your opinion can't really be wrong.
1: It can't be, but you did say in but season one the facts that, that your using... opinion was right and everyone else's was wrong. So which one is I
0: it? I don't like when you hold me...
1: To my own words. Well, welcome to politics. That was in the
0: past, and this is the present.
1: And I like to live here. Well, do you want me to repeat what I said yesterday? Sure. We as people. Oh my God. (laughs) If we don't take time to remember what has been, we are doomed to repeat it. So you have to remember the past. You don't have to live in it, though, but you do have to remember it. (laughs) Got it. Anyways, it's fine. I'm, I'm not holding you to it. I'm just saying that at one point you did say that. Your opinion was right never I am sure
0: I've said wrong. a lot of things <laughs> in my life that you could hold me to. I just I, I reject that. I don't I don't want to be held accountable at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, is your face okay? No. Um that's okay. I get that. You nobody wants to be really held accountable. Yeah. So
0: how have you been since season 2? Mm. How, how's Malia's world? It's
1: been a wild ride. Okay. When did we record? Was it in November?
0: I thought we wrapped up in December because remember we wanted to finish by the end of the year
1: we did we did
0: so you released stuff because we had that um new year's eve party
1: and then i did it there yeah Uh you're right we recorded after epic yeah wow
0: yeah because epic was so early
1: it was was we sold like three weeks it's true it's true it's true so you're right it's been a
0: while um you could say we took a christmas break but it's not like this is our actual full-time job so we were really just working the whole time
1: this is really our part part-time job we don't make any money from this. uh no we don't unlike people there are people that make sarah j moss fan they also sell it you can become a verified mm-hmm. seller of things that you make about this yeah fan art. and i'm like it's not just art, though. It's everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, remember that time we, <laughs> we made candles? And, oh, yeah. And we could have done something with them, and you didn't want to do that? I did want to do that. didn't. I burned it. And I've used the soap. So it's too late. Either way, the point is, is they're making money, and we're not. And we talk about it all the time. They're just obsessed. This is a problem. I think <laughs> I might be bad. at. We might be bad at business if if i'm thinking about it anyways i've been fine (laughs) (laughs) okay i haven't really been doing anything i've been very reclusive and very like uh into my own self i think
0: that's it it reflects the season it's winter it's just a time for hibernation and for being indoors
1: it's too cold to do anything i love the cold
0: the cold never
1: bothered me anyway Oh, my God. That wasn't on tune It or was great. Correct. That was amazing. No,
0: I really do. I enjoy the cold.
1: I mean, I like it when it's cold, but it makes me want to stay inside. That's fair. It gives me an excuse to do the thing that I love, which is be inside.
0: You love to lay.
1: I do. But um, it turns out that's bad for like social interactions, which I'm also very low on my to-do list right now. So
0: That's okay. Take what you need, you know?
1: What about you? How have you been?
0: Um, I've been pretty good, you know. Can't I guess I could complain, but I'm choosing not to.
1: Mm. Um so positive, you.
0: Yeah. So I've just been working on my condo, making some home improvement stuff, you mm. know. And it's looking very good. Thank you. We're in it right now. We are. Um I'm constantly like battling different uh aesthetics, I guess and like finding what mine is but in doing that like in your home when you decide that something is not your aesthetic but you've already done it it costs <laughs> a lot more than it's like oh I bought a shirt that I don't really vibe with now it's like oh I you know this whole ass couch what just do? isn't my thing anymore I like that room and this room. I just don't know if they mesh, you know.
1: They're different rooms for different personalities and you've got at least two. We've seen that. Just wait some-
0: till I get in the kitchen I'll be a whole third one. But I feel like my bedroom and my living room are very much in sync.
1: They are. Don't do
0: it. I don't know. Um, but I've, I've been good. Just, <clears throat> just uh, you know, living life being yeah. here being present yeah getting beat up by my nephew <laughs> oh my. he's a boy how's
1: the child abuse going oh, and not well. in the fact that you're abusing the child the child is no. abusing you
0: um it's not going well somehow the parents think it's my fault which i think is just gaslighting <laughs> that- <laughs> or victim shaming i'm unclear
1: it's something. I don't know why we feel
0: the need to label everything all the time. But um, yeah, my nephew, who's mm. about to be two, he, um, he hits me a lot. <laughs> and it's really hard for me to talk about. But thank you for creating a safe space where I can.
1: You're welcome. I will say, I don't know if it's normal, because my nieces and nephews, they just hug me when I see them. And I know Elliot's about the same age as your nephew. And uh, I love my brother
0: and I love Gina. I consider her a sister. That's my brother's wife.
1: We talked about that last season. Um,
0: If you hear this, I don't think you will, but um, your child is mean to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I brought it up one time and Gina was like, well, how do you approach him? Like maybe he's just feeding off of your energy. And I was like, (laughs) Oh my God. I was like, I get like, I'm not always warm and bubbly, but I don't think like, I was like, that doesn't excuse hitting no like he could just not vibe with me like I get I can accept that but you don't have to get violent
1: (laughs) I think that should apply to everybody yeah like that's a lesson we should learn now it should be adults too we may just not vibe you don't have to hit me
0: yeah so I'm just slowly teaching him that if he's gonna be mean I can be meaner But also she's uh, with child again, so and they're having a girl.
1: Oh, cute! I know. So I think maybe you'll like that one better.
0: Well, no, I think I'm (laughs) gonna just like make her. I'm gonna be her favorite, and then be like, "Screw you, Asher."
1: Mm. Try to step to me. Uh -uh." You're gonna you're gonna be like I like her more, and she's getting everything in the will. You got nothing because you Mm -hmm. beat me up when you were two.
0: I'm gonna be the fun rich aunt.
1: I like that for you. Yeah.
0: Well, wait, there's a lot of time though. I feel like our relationship could still blossom. Maybe. Into something really he's, beautiful. He's two. I know. You Even at what time. terrible twos, like, aren't they just kind of terrors regardless if they're toddlers?
1: I don't know. Both of my nephews were great. I mean, oh, nice. Oliver and Elliot, they're just like, they yeah. just have fun. They, they're like, you want to dance? And I'm like, I sure do.
0: Maybe I don't just like be a kid with him enough, but I'm like, I am the, the cool fun aunt so like that's yeah. my juice not your juice mine's wine you can't <laughs> he just walks up and he's like mine and I'm like no it's mine
1: what are you a seagull mine 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 <laughs> mine all uh, right, that's enough about me I don't think it's ever enough about you I want to know everything about you all the time you do I know I'm so interested in my friends should
0: we tell the people your new nickname
1: Considering I don't know what it is, my little dragon. Oh, <laughs> I don't love it, but I do love it. I love it. I'm not sure why she started saying it, but it is incredibly hilarious. And I it think
0: we were talking <clears throat> about dragons. Probably. And like, if we would be, if we were dragon, because I was like, I want a dragon, but I want to be like a little pocket-sized dragon. Yeah. And I was like, you could be my little <laughs> dragon. I put you in my little pocket.
1: It's like a mixture of some sort of Disney movie slash The Princess Bride. And that's what I think about. I'm just like if The Princess Bride was a Disney movie, which I actually think it might be. I feel it, like it might have been bought by Disney.
0: I feel like you're right. I don't know.
1: Either way, it was all good. Um, any relationship going ons with you? Because I know last mm-hmm. season was fraught with strife.
0: No, I've just um, I'm just here, hmm. being me, trying not to get sucked into the complacency and comfort of being single. Because I think there's a lot a of power in it, but you can almost become like hyper independent to where it makes it hard for you to coexist with another I don't human need being. No man. Yeah, I'm not I'm not necessarily like that, but like I do like the my space and mm. um it's hard for me to open that space up to someone else because I'll just follow them around and like they touch something and I'm like, let me put it back exactly how it was because oh. now you've messed it up yeah that's not really that's to intense. that extent I but mean like, I'm
1: very aware of everything I do in your house all the time I'm like I gotta fix that yeah I'm gonna get yelled at
0: but it's something I know <laughs> I'm personally working on um you know like letting go and Oof. living in flow but also like
1: if, I love the rhyme if you
0: if you mess something up just fix it I don't know why <laughs> that's so hard
1: <laughs> sometimes it's not about being hard sometimes it's about being lazy <sighs>
0: I or get that. just not having so, the
1: same, you know what? Ugh, that's so interesting. It's not having the same level of priority to somebody. And that was a big argument for me last year in my, you know, uh-huh. horrible relationship that yeah. just n- never ending. I had tried to get it to end multiple times. Uh, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> but that makes me think about it. There, one of our biggest uh, arguments all the time was about my car. And like why I wasn't fixing something or why I didn't care more about it. And it was always I I just like one day I was like, look, it's my car. Well, aside from that, I was like, I've just started to learn about cars and sports like in the last five years at this job. Like I've never once cared about cars like luxury cars don't impress me, really. There's they're just like a very low priority for me. So if something's wrong with my car, I'm the person that will turn up the radio so I don't have to hear it versus getting it fixed because I just don't care that much. Like it's not something that's important to me, but it was really important to him. So he would get really frustrated that I didn't care more. And I'm like, but I don't care. Like if it was your stuff and you cared about it, I would care more about it because I I know it's important to you this isn't something important to me. So if you care so much, you do something about it.
0: See, I it's inherited not high on
1: my priority. If list. we
0: were dating and that were the case, I would just take your car and go get whatever it is. Fixed. I
1: know. And that's why I think you'd be a great boyfriend. Yeah. So if you can find you, but in a male form, that's a little bit nicer to me. <laughs> I will date that person. Okay. Um, I get that
0: from my dad. Cause my dad just like, he's like, I can fix that.
1: That's what I'm saying. I he mean, even
0: does that to me. Like, even though I'm like that, there are things like he's even more like that. So like, um, my thermostat or whatever was broken in December <laughs> and, he's and I was like, oh, I can't have someone here for 72 hours. He was like, I- I'll have someone there tomorrow. <laughs> like I'm coming over and he had it fixed like in less than 24. It's like he made it more of a priority and instead of nagging me to get it done, he's he like it. he's like, well, if I care that much about it, I'll just do it.
1: So we have a mutual friend. Her name's Barrett. Yeah. And I think she kind of taught me this, but I think I really just put it into action like people's level of priority differ Mm -hmm. and you have to like if you care about somebody you have to learn to care about things that are like how they prioritize things but you can't take it personally like she's the queen of like not dissociating necessarily but like
0: things roll off her shoulders really well
1: unless it is specifically about her and her things and Mm -hmm. what she needs to process her wife is like me, which is why her and I are, are really great friends, because we both hold on to things forever. Mm-hmm. i like, never let them go. Yeah. We're both working on that, sort of. It's great. It's but great it's like about the way of, like we prioritize things like that. It's just maybe something that Barrett cares about isn't like a high priority. And so Barrett's like, okay, well, I'll do it. Yeah. And I'm like, that that's how relationships should be. It shouldn't be a fight about something that I don't care about. Don't tell me to care more. You just care for me. Yeah. Maybe. Well, it's a give and take. Yeah. Well, I think my argument was if I was alone, the same thing would be happening whether I'm in a relationship or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which means it's obviously not important to me. It's not like, oh, if we were together and, or if we weren't together, I wouldn't. To some
0: extent you could make the argument that you need to, if something's a priority to your partner that, and you care about them, like sometimes those things can be priorities to you too.
1: Well, no, that's what I'm saying. If it's a priority for them, like for their, like it was my car. Yeah, It doesn't have anything to do with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if it's a priority to him, he can do something about it. Like I said, if it was his car and I knew it was a priority, yeah. I would go out of my way to be like, oh, you yeah, care yeah. a lot about your car. Let's do something about this. Yeah. Whereas it's my stuff and I don't care that much. So if you care so much and you want something done about it, you're going to have to do it because it's mine. And again, yeah. I, I don't want but to. But I think
0: that that flaw is people. Um, myself included, we expect others to show up in the way that we show up, i.e. care about the things that we care about, and not realize, like we don't realize because we're in our own world that they're also in their own world and their priorities and their cares and their expectations are different, you know? So like, that's what's hard for me, but it's also helped me live more Free. free in a sense. Free. Realizing that I can't expect that person to show up in the way that I would show up because no. they're not me. Correct. They're they they can not be as good or as great as I am. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kind of. I think
1: as long as someone shows respect and love and cares about you, yeah. all the other stuff you can figure it out. For sure. He obviously did not.
0: Any no, of those he didn't. So he was an asshole and I'm glad he's in the past. He better be. Yeah. If I see his fucking name on your phone, I'm gonna snap your phone in half. I would see that hammer. I actually love I'll to see you it.
1: snap it in half. I want, who wants to see Hannah snap an iPhone in half with her bare hands? Okay. No, I need some sort of tool. No, you just said you were going to snap it in half. Bare hands.
0: I didn't say bare hands. I know. I'm adding that in
1: (laughs) for you. Are you putting
0: your expectations on me? Yeah. Well, I don't like it. Okay. Um, Do you want to get in this book? Because I've wanted to get in this book since we started the last book. Since we started the first book. Because we
1: had to go through the first one to get to the second one. It's so good. Um, so, we're reading A Court of Mist and Fury, Sarah J. Moss, which we f- finally mass. learned. Nuh-uh. On Audible, they Shit. say Mass. That was part of my corrections, was we finally learned how to say her last name. I don't think we have because I don't. Well,
0: I'm just saying, I think because she has an exclusive partnership with Audible, they're not going to fucking say her name wrong.
1: They say a lot of things weird on Audible.
0: You know that they check with the author because this is fantasy fiction. Do they, they have to check with the author on how stuff is pronounced. I don't think that's true. I think there's it some is. That they pronounce it's, like, it's an oh, Audible exclusive, right. and especially since she's done all the like, you know, the acted out ones that are dumb. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah, you did waste. If you paid for that, get your money back, girl. That was horrible. Um, but they say they say mass.
1: Okay, fine. Damn it. Okay, well the debate continues. <laughs> Season 2 is it mass or moss? Unclear. Either way. Yeah. She's great. She's putting out another book this year, mm-hmm. allegedly. She better. The third or you third know third installment. Hammer? <laughs> she's getting it. She's getting the hammer too. I will snap you in half. She will be um doing the third installment of Crescent City. Thank God. And she's also confirmed that uh Court of Thorn like all of her books are a multiverse. Yeah. She has formally committed to that on an interview and we've learned that the Hulu, Oh my God, the Hulu series is still in progress. Can I tell you, please, this shit's wild. The fucking, the group, the Facebook group that I just like, am addicted to. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they constantly do fan casting. Oh, where the they show. like
0: pick actors they want.
1: Yes. Yo, some people get so, so lit in the comments, like, angry about people's choices they're like why would you ever choose that person and this one girl was like whoa i'm just saying what i see you don't have to be mean about it this is supposed to be a supportive community i was like girl, that's the internet ain't no support here <laughs> you entered the wild wild west yep. if you're gonna put out your opinion you have to be like comfortable going it's being shredded right now um and it's hilarious and i'm just saying if if you guys love this book go follow that facebook page because it's It's amazing how angry people get about these things. And there's another version of it where people post their own picture and go, who would I be in the books? And every time I'm like, absolutely no one. Absolutely. You wouldn't be anyone. Don't you know you have to be be drop
0: dead gorgeous to be in any of these books? You'd be the mercenary maybe. You'd be like a human, (laughs) just an illiterate, dumb, stupid, ugly human.
1: (laughs) Oh my God.
0: You'd be an extra motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like humble yourself please
1: i can it's so funny it's so good i highly recommend you do it if you're ever bored and you know not looking for love it's the place to go okay so anyways we're reading this book yep. uh we're gonna follow our format that we adjusted to last yep, yep, uh, last yep. end of last season which we really loved where we do actually the short summary of four chapters because this book is at least one third longer than the last one and they only get bigger from here. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll do a short summary of four chapters and then we'll do a long discussion. Mm -hmm. You'll be so proud of me. My summary is like a paragraph and a half. Wow, so, um, oh
0: wow. (laughs) (laughs) My summary is pretty short, you know. I tried to, um, just so I can manage your expectations. Oh yeah, moving forward. And you, the Mm listener, you're part of this too. You are. Um, I tried to be less robotic in my summary you know put a little more personality into it i also took a little page out of your book oh i love that and i tried as i was reading to write down more of the internal dialogue i have about like what the fuck or weird (sighs) comparisons i make so i think you're going to see a lot more of that this season for me i love personality um but I think what's allowed me to do that is by switching our format because mm. I'm less focused on what happened and more focused on what I think about what happened. And you
1: have so many opinions.
0: I They're all right love giving my opinion. It's what I've heard. It's why I should be a critic of some kind.
1: You are of my whole life every day. Okay. <laughs> well,
0: we can talk about that offline um, or with a therapist.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, we actually so,
0: probably should get a therapist. We together. probably should. I Maybe would be a couples therapy
1: one i like that for us uh so we're going to and also this season we may it's not a guarantee but we may bring in a third party oh yeah 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 we're we're debating it on bringing in a third party that knows
0: absolutely nothing about the book just so they can be a fun little spice
1: yeah and maybe uh seasoning do we make them read a summary our summary of what happened i don't or we just have to explain it to him. we'll I figure it out. I think we'll we just it explain
0: out. it and they can just give their commentary as I we go. I love that. I love that. So um, ask questions. You know.
1: Yeah, just be a part of the conversation. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Uh, so, yeah, Court of Mist and Fury. We're gonna start chapters. Um, Hannah's gonna kick us off this this season. Yeah, I am. Um, one through four. One through four. Do. We're gonna just do a. Can you just do a quick like highlight of? There's like this. Are you putting me on the spot right now? Well, it's like a. I mean, I can say there's like this. Pre, oh, the prologue. It's thing? like a prologue, sort of. It's, not it's even just a prologue. her having a nightmare. Yeah, it, that's all it Basically, is. Basically, the book kicks off with Farah throwing up, being like, "Everything's terrible." No, um, that's
0: chapter one. There's the prologue in front of it, which oh. is literally just. It, it's just. No, that's what
1: I'm saying. It's a, it's a, a page, maybe a page and a half. I'm talking about actual space.
0: Oh yeah, I don't think she throws up in this.
1: She does. Maybe not. Maybe she's just. I literally, mad. she doesn't throw up in it. Okay, well, whatever. Now, part it's it goes by parts, and the first one is called Part One: House of Beasts, beasts, beasts. What do you think she's referencing? I don't know, but I had a, uh, I mean, like, the Spring Court. That's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, because you know they have like one foot in the forest. Arr.
1: Arr. Okay. Arr. Okay, so uh, let's kick it off with... All right, well, shut the fuck up, and I'll tell you what happened. We've okay. Got our summary. Okay, God. I meant that in a loving way. Please it didn't come. feel loving if you guys all heard that tone. All right,
0: moving right along. It's been three months um, since we were under the mountain, and Faye is adjusting to her new body being Faye. Her and Tamlin, while both deeply traumatized, refuse to communicate in any other way than physically. <laughs> and despite the absence of any mating bond, they are set to be married.
1: Hey, happens to the best of us. I know.
0: Tamlin is as controlling as ever, mm. refuses to even let Feyre leave the manor. And Feyre, still believing she's weak and insignificant and stupid, is a total pushover. Um, incredibly frustrating to watch. She defaults to Ianthi, Ianthe, sorry, um, who is the new high priestess in town. Um, Welcome. Yeah, and basically defaults to her to make all of her decisions from the dresses she wears to like the wedding seating arrangement and all that shit. Um, she's very integrated in her life, and, and basically, every since Feyre is shut down, she's completely um, recluse inside herself. Lucian, if you remember him, is complicit, just attempting to keep the peace between everyone. And if I could summarize the first four chapters, they're really just a depiction of what Feyre's life looks like being cooped up at the manor while Tamlin plays High Lord. Um, And these four chapters take us all the way up to Feyre and Tamlin's wedding day, where we have a little surprise guest.
1: Surprise, surprise.
0: Yeah. So, um, Was that less robotic for you? I loved it. Okay. Um, Would you like to go chronologically with chapter one? Uh,
1: I mean, yeah. Well, we can go whatever word you want. I did write them. I followed your whatever. But can I just say before I even Mm started, I learned a new word in this one. Okay. What is it? Icker. Where's that? It's in there. Okay. I don't know. In chapter one? It's in chapter one, for sure. There's some enchilada sauce in my book from where I was eating and reading last night. I love that. What does it mean? Well, here's the thing. I didn't write it down. All I wrote was... You didn't
0: write down the definition?
1: No, absolutely not. What I wrote down was icker, question mark. It's extremely... I do... I don't remember exactly what it means. I sort of do, and I sort of don't. No, yes, I do.
0: Can I just Google it? Oh. okay Google wait it and then tell me you how much t- i remember wait, correctly how do you spell it how do you spell
1: i-c-h-o-r
0: okay tell because, me what you think it means
1: well but before i say that i want to say that there's two definitions and they are incredibly different definitions the first definition that they go for ichor is allegedly the um it's like what flows through the veins of gods mm-hmm. the second definition is like a putrid liquid mm-hmm. so i'm like those are so very different. Are you saying putrid liquid runs through the gods? So or? it depends in
0: which context you're using No, them. I know, but do the you understand? The first one is Greek mythology. The second one is an archaic use of the word. I
1: know, but doesn't that seem... A seems, watery
0: discharge from a wound. Thank you, a
1: watery discharge. It's called when your wound weeps. Well, that's fine. But do you see how different contextually those yeah. are? And I'm like, I get she was going for the bad one. Yeah, Weeping wounds and all. Yeah. But I was just like... I think I was just mostly laughing at I'm how different you're the, I mean, at a slow and steady pace. <laughs> hey, that was out race. By 60, I might be as smart as like someone who's in college. Okay. Wash out world. Um, Here I come.
0: My, my biggest takeaway from chapter one of this book is that Farah is an adult sized toddler. Oh my God. Like but, she's knocking everything over. She's unaware of her spatial surroundings. Mm, because she's figuring out her body. Yeah she's also acting like a little bitch yo I can't
1: the the whole first I I mean the whole honestly through the first eight chapters I'm like this bitch is so dumb yeah like you just saved an entire continent yeah you went through all these if you hear a dog it's
0: not mine it's outside and it's
1: not even mine this time normally Diego is here it's
0: a little yip yip dog that lives next to me
1: yeah <laughs> I, me
0: and it do not get along.
1: Obviously, either way, um it it's hard for me to read this. Going like you literally just saved so many things, and you were so strong. Yet, like yes, you actually have trauma, and you have all this PTSD. And yes, it was extremely traumatic. I get it, like the yeah. scenario as a whole. But you actually did it and went through it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you got all the way through it, and you come out the other side. And you go okay. Well, Tamlin's my protector. Yeah. He's my high lord. Like, are you fucking kidding me?
0: Yeah, I, I get it's for the sake of the story, but it's very frustrating to read. Um. It's just,
1: it's I thi- a lot. Here's here's what I actually wrote because I did. I was taking notes on these, um, on like some of the stuff where I was like, it's easy to find myself going, "You got out, you got out alive." with your man you broke all the spells um now you're rich um so my sympathy for like your plight right now is very low Mm -hmm. um (laughs) i don't even know what i wrote because i can't read it uh but then that is where i'm like this sucks and she's being such a baby but then i'm like okay let me be a real person for a second because she just got changed from a human yeah to some sort of Fay is uh, still very unclear what she is or yeah. what she's going to be because she doesn't even know because she was made. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I guess you can't No, I you mean, can't prescribe some sort of uh mindset in a specific timeline to someone's trauma or experiences. Yeah. And that but was like you would like my human takeaway. Yeah. I hated it, but I was like, okay. Well, it's only been 3 months and she did almost just die like For three months in a row. It's just
0: like, if I came out of that after just saving everyone, I'd be like, who the fuck do you think you are talking? Like, don't, don't fucking talk to me like that. Don't talk to me. Yeah. Like, I just saved your ass. How about you put some respect on my name? (laughs) Also, um, the fuck did you do, Tamlin? Like, you want to, but I do think she really just wants, she just wants things to go back to normal.
1: Yeah. Like. Which I get.
0: But they'll never her normal's new she has a new normal and she just hasn't adjusted to that yet you know
1: no not at all um not at all um but
0: not really much happens in this i just think that like it it really just shows
1: how little they actually talk in their relationship they literally just like well and she tries to be so empathetic towards him and his situation and i'm like that's great but what's he doing for you other than like oh girl when i get to chapter four i can't now there was it's, something on page seven oh, okay. that i really i really it's like the one brief moment of clarity for her in my eyes okay Please where, share. where uh tamlin and lucian and everyone is talking about how rey sand is this horrible malicious like angry villain guy mm-hmm. and she's like yeah, yeah yeah he's the enemy he's the enemy but she has this one part. She's like, mm, but if I'm thinking about it, because he was the only one there helping her through the, basically after what, the first week, like to get through the, under the mountain, mm-hmm. she, he hadn't felt like an enemy to her. They had become like, yeah, he was kind of a dick to her in the beginning, but they had worked into like a working relationship, but basically where they found respect for each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's like, she, basically after all of it, she's like, I didn't feel like he was an enemy. And he told me, you know, she remembered what he said where he's like, be glad of your human heart and pity those who don't feel anything at all. Mm-hmm. And, um, why, why did I say that? Oh, oh, I think I, I latched onto it. Cause I was like, it is a good show of like relational, um, complexity. <laughs> is what I called it. Relational okay. complexity. Okay. In the sense that, for all of her friends, quote unquote, all of her family, quote unquote, he's an enemy to the whole world. And for her, she's like, oh, I I don't think so. Like I see, I see the strategy and I see that like he presents this type of persona to the world, but like he wasn't that to me. So it, it's like a little needle in the haystack that she starts to kind of unravel or mm-hmm. pick a part where she's like, mm, but he didn't do those things.
0: Yeah. That, that theme sort of continues throughout these four chapters and but beyond because it's
1: hard. It's, I mean, it's hard to, yeah.
0: I mean, at one point she even pops off the tamlin. It's hard to it.
1: think about it. Yeah. Think about it from anybody that, you know, where you're like, they're really not a bad person. Maybe they just like they're misunderstood. Right. And nobody wants to say that because generally like if they're yeah. misunderstood, they're probably a dick, which he's yeah. a dick, but
0: she's also new to this world and new to everyone. And, and, you know, as she's adjusting, it's like, oh, well, I trust Tamlin inherently. So if he's his enemy, then I'm his enemy. and Which like, makes no
1: sense. It's because Why? she's naive. She's naive. Why we would you trust that? him? Because. I, I can't even say it until the next chapter. but I'm just saying there's everyone. It's like Tamlin did nothing. Stockholm syndrome. We've talked about it. He did nothing. He he did nothing. He caused the, the blight. He caused the Amarantha to go buck wild. And then he did jack shit. Yeah. Other than send his his she's people blind. out, she's blind to, to get murdered. He could have gone out himself to try to get murdered. Yeah. But he's like, but if I do that, then like, oh no. Yeah. It's it, um, I can't.
0: Well, okay, while we continue to bitch about them and favor of being a toddler. I would like to now turn your focus to the beginning of chapter two, because their argument literally sounds like a conversation you would have with a, a child. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. I want to go. No. Like it mm. it's just mm, mm mm, it's so childish and the like not that's so annoying. I'm so sorry, everyone don't be sorry um it it's just so annoying, like I would never fucking ask a man for permission to do anything ever, <laughs> except my father again, child, like what is he your dad? is he your daddy? like. Oh, but you know what I mean like it, it's just so weird how much she defaults to him I mean I guess it's not weird it's just it's so annoying and gross
1: well and the the shift in Lucian I think it makes it all the all the worse
0: but I I love <laughs> Lucian's okay if Tamlin's the dad Lucian's the mom absolutely And is the toddler and Lucian 100 over there being like
1: Girl, just
0: don't, don't piss him off. Just, don't just piss not him today.
1: Off. We all have to like, band together. Just trying to keep
0: the peace, literally, you know, like literally. very traditional family roles Ugh. they're
1: filling here. my god,
0: but it's just weird because like Farah and Tamlin are also fucking, so yeah, I don't like that dynamic
1: well, in any capacity. Yeah, <laughs> on the uh, the same chapter two, the first page where I think you could be like, oh yeah, this sh- part one's called the House of Beasts, is because they're still hunting down Amarantha's Beasts, oh. but I don't. I, I think it was a I misnomer. I think it's the spring court. Because I think it is. Beast. beast. I mean, they all have Beast or whatever, beast. but. Um,
0: so don't sorry. you love that she got a non-traditional engagement ring, though? It's an emerald.
1: Oh, I didn't recall that, but sure, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a, I think it's on the first page. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's on the second page. I didn't write it down, but she got a non-traditional, it's an, it's a. It's an emerald. That's what my mom's engagement ring is. Oh, that's cute. She never wears it. She wears like a smaller band. She never wears the actual emerald anymore.
1: I that's why, why. I, you should ask her.
0: Cause she, I don't think she wants to fuck it up.
1: Uh, gardening and all. Yeah. or
0: like, what do you? That's why I got the little emerald in my bracelet. Oh, that's cute. I know. That is
1: very cute. Um. Now. Do you think that should, you'll just buy yourself a wedding ring one day? Yo, honestly, I've thought about this a lot. Um, I don't ever want to get like married on paper Uh uh-huh. um I mean you already did that I did it once and check you know done um I think I'm more the person where I'm like I want to do like I'll do some sort of religious or spiritual ceremony and like my word is my bond I don't need you to be tied to my finances for that mm-hmm. kind of kind of deal I feel yeah. like I'm pretty like a I, marriage
0: contract is a financial contract and that's
1: absolutely it. and I'm I'm very much a person where if I say I'm going to do something I do it like, let's so, just, like, dance over the threshold honor. or something Yeah, weird. honor and loyalty and all that. I got it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but I do want the ring. Yeah. Oh. Um, And if I can't find a man to buy me a ring, my goal is to get enough money where I feel like I'm baller enough that I can buy myself a diamond. I like, would you now, wear it on your ring finger? I might. And be like, it's fine. Honestly, when I was married, I never wore my ring because we were really just friends and it was just not, like, a good, yeah, like, romantic it it ended. We yeah. were friends. We're still okay. friends. Yeah. He's yeah. married thrice over with a child. It's disorder. It's great. Yeah. I love watching. He's his obviously life. the problem. It's fine. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but I used to get hit on so much more when I would wear my ring out than oh. I do when when not. And people I used to, want what they can't have. I used to wear it just so I wouldn't get hit on, and I would get hit on more. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Y'all trifling. Yeah. That's so um, I probably I might.
0: Um, another thing I was thinking about <clears throat> just to really, really digress the conversation. Yep. I get allergies, so I don't think I would do well in the spring court because <laughs> yeah. things being in perpetual bloom. Oh my God. Cause I was thinking about that. Like she was talk- the pollen they, they talking, they were talking about, um, like all the celebrations they've been having and stuff. And then I was just thinking like because she was saying how it's weird to celebrate a winter holiday in a court where it's literally perpetually spring and I was like my nose and my eyes would just constantly be running I
1: so don't I would be leaking from a lot of places no spring court for Hannah got it
0: I'll visit I like my seasons but like Jesus I need the Zyrtec or something
1: well we can come just we live in a put a pin in that one because I have some there's a a time where that comes back in it yeah put a bookmark in it well but not really just mark it for i'm um, i'm gonna circle back to it in my summary beca- or my oh, okay. in like my chapters because there, there's something that's sort of about that that comes up that okay. i think is amazing um,
0: i also have another fun activity for you what is it i'm sorry i'm not letting the conversation flow i'm no, just no. sort of dictating to you right now that's fine go for it um but it has to do with horoscopes oh, okay. because i went down this rabbit hole mm. when i was reading trying to figure out it is the year of the rabbit
1: um mm, it's my year <laughs> Oh. Here I am. Mm-hmm. Um, Fire rabbit. I'm a pig. I'm the earth, of the pig. Oh, that's great. You're one of my top three um, most compatible things. Oh, my God. Like a pig, a goat, and a dog are my top three. I oink, think.
0: oink. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> Love me. Uh, I do. Thank God. Man. Um. So, as you know, I read my horoscope every day. Every day. I don't know a ton about horoscopes. I really only know about mine. Mm-hmm selfishly yeah i just don't i don't care that much about it all yeah but then i was like because she starts talking about how oh like i've already gotten all these gifts and it's all this stuff like Mm. i didn't want to mention that my birthday is also on the winter solstice which is the longest day of the year right but then i'm like okay well where when the fuck is her birthday because the winter solstice changes every year it's like um it's the longest day so it can be it's anywhere from if we go by earth like our earth calendar the winter solstice is anywhere from December 20th to December 23rd. It just varies depending on, you know, the sun and the moon and the stars or whatever. Okay. So then I was like, okay, well, if her birthday is between December 20th and December 23rd by our standards, Jesus. that's bullshit because, oh. <laughs> no, it falls on a a line between Sagittarius and Capricorn. Oh, she would
1: be a Sag for Which sure. means that.
0: Would she? So then I was like, I don't know I'm much gonna, about Capricorn. I'm going to bring a co-star
1: you and I'm going to read Capricorn
0: both, and I'm going to let you tell me. Oh well, which one some she of my is. best
1: friends, my uh, some of my best closest relationships are Sagittarius, like those who I vibe with the most, okay. and they are, tend to be. Oh, go ahead. That's just I'm using co-star, okay. so everyone knows we do not we're not sponsored by them, and no. we're not saying that you should use them. But this is what Hannah uses.
0: Yeah. To be so told. I'm just going to read off. Basic traits of Sagittarius and then Capricorn. Go for it. And then it. you tell me. Sagittarius traits. No indoor voice. Mm-hmm. Forms opinions off of pure emotion. Mm-hmm. Obsessed with self-improvement. Wields their truth like a blunt weapon. God. Friendliest person at the party.
1: God, that's Ashley Tabor to a T.
0: Would you like to know some She's famous Sagittarius? <laughs> Nicki Minaj.
1: <laughs> uh, yep. Mm-hmm. And I love her. Um, Nostradamus.
0: Britney Spears. Don't love her. Besquet. Jane mm-hmm. Austen.
1: Huh, I could see that. I could see that. Emily Dickinson. Wow.
0: Um, let's move right along oh, to scale. Capricorn. Okay, great. Traits. Mm-hmm. Full grown adult since age six. Mm-mm-mm. The responsible friend. No. Motivated by duty. Yes. Takes a while to warm up to people. No. Represses any emotion that gets in the way of success.
1: She's not intent on succeeding. I think she's a Sag.
0: Famous Capricorns. Martin Luther King Jr. Wow Elvis Presley. Wow. Michelle Obama. Timothy Chalamet, oh. Dolly Parton. What?
1: I've just Edgar okay, Allan Poe. I love all of those people more than the other Sagittarius's, which is weird. Dolly Parton, I just love everything about oh, her. One
0: of the best careers for a Capricorn? Elementary School Hall Monitor. <laughs> <laughs> best is careers for a Sagittarius. Um, karaoke MC. <laughs> health fad guru <laughs> I could foreign correspondent
1: absolutely absolutely yeah.
0: oh. I really couldn't decide what I thought she was but then I was like Sarah probably doesn't care about horoscopes and didn't really think about that Maybe. I just was like
1: I when don't she think was she's talking, very Capricorn though she, no. if she's a cusp though she could pick up traits of both that's what I mean but I think she falls more I would really sag. have
0: to know her moon sign to really discern what she's mm-hmm.
1: born <laughs> but that would require me to know when she was born so. wait back to this book I'm so sorry nope. what is this book let's talk about this bitch because fuck ianthi i know i don't like her there's nothing about her like any even the just general vibe i'm picking up from these little tidbits are just straight trash she sounds like a trash person she's
0: manipulative that's for sure but she doesn't try to hide it she even says to Pharaoh, like this is important." like talking about their wedding day she's like this is important for both of us girl like I need you to shape up
1: yeah but I think what bothers me the most is that Tamlin is so like how is he friends with her how has he known her so long and he's like yeah let's bring her in
0: and like because she worms her way in
1: but my thing is, is after out about Amarantha it. and being so all of these things, it's once again, it's one of those things like, how are you not looking at people and assessing them appropriately? Because it's yet another instance of where you're a fucking failure.
0: Well, he's fucking stupid. we already know that.
1: And I've also decided. He that, lets
0: his emotions control oh, him.
1: He is probably a Taurus, honestly. But my, my real thought with Tamlin is he's so, uh, strict and like trying to control everything so hard because he's failed so hard. Mm-hmm. Um he's
0: holding too tightly.
1: I I wrote something really I sounded so smart when I wrote it. I'm going to find it. Um because I Oh, here we go. I found it. Okay. Uh because he's failed at literally defending and protecting everyone. Everyone and everything the yeah. whole time it bothers me that fair is so like mm, well this is who he is and this he's my high lord and he's he's designed to do this and and gonna i really think me. he's got a hyperinflated sense of ego for sure and he's rolling with a god complex to try to like 100 shade himself from the reality of who he is as a person which is if you look at all the stuff that's coming up in the next in the first eight chapters it's His true personality is he's a rich man's. He's insecure. Like, yeah, he's like he's a rich kid with power who always has been. And he like at some point tried to be cool and be in with like the low people and like tried to be one of the the regular folk. But he's definitely not. And he has very little perspective. And he's like, but I'm so strong. So that means I'm number one. Yeah. And it's just like... No, he's insecure, so he has this constant need to prove himself. He's a fuckboy. Yeah. He's a fuckboy. I
0: don't... I I do think Iante's motivations and, you know, self... Not self-preserving, but self... Advocating? You know, yeah. Like, she's very obviously, like, advocating for herself, trying she's to get a foothold. She's so hard. Yeah. She doesn't try to hide it, though. No. Which I actually kind of appreciate... Like she is who she is from. Like she's not, and I don't blame Farah for defaulting to her at all. No, like Farah's like, really so hate shut this down, stuff. and like I, it, yeah, it's like if I really hate all of this stuff and I don't want to fucking be here, and there's someone standing right there who's willing to do all of the things that I don't want to fucking do. Yeah, like she just defaults to her and is like, I don't care. Like you just pick. Like which is great. She's but so you removed. Can't
1: ever. Be in that situation and go, this will end well.
0: Oh, no. But like, she just Ever. does not give a fuck.
1: No. At all. And there is one part that really, it is it is a foreshadowing. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where Ianti is like, every word from your mouth, every turn of phrase will be possibly um, used against you. Mm-hmm. So you have to be really careful, basically, about what you say. And that, I mean, coming from my auntie no shit. Like yeah. that is straight foreshadowing of what Aunty straight up does to her. Yeah. Like this bitch is trifling. Granted, I know too much. Yeah. But even I think the first time reading this book, I was still like, "She's off." Yeah. What's going? But on? I mean,
0: like they don't try to hide her motive, her self motivations at all. Mm-hmm. She literally says, "Like no, she this is like important she's, for all of us."
1: She's searching for power and yeah. whatever. Um, something else that also really gets me is how how down or like low self-confidence and low self-esteem, honestly, both Farah has at this point because she's talking about Ianthe. I, I want to say maybe it was on page 16. She was talking about Ianthi and how like tall and beautiful and mm-hmm. perfect she is. And she's like, honestly, she would be a better match for Tamlin than I am. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, we dealt with this the whole first book and you finally started to get some sort of self-confidence in any way, shape or form. And, after you do all this badass shit, you lose it all again. Yeah. It doesn't
0: it it doesn't track. And like to add to that, when Tamlin on page eleven he says, I can't do what I need to do if I'm worrying about whether you're safe. Um, excuse me, sir can't do what you need to do what the fuck have you done what did you do under the mountain <laughs>
1: literally can't do nothing. what you need to do
0: you don't do anything literally like, nothing. you just posture and pretend like you're some big bad high lord like Pharaoh did fucking everything for you she died for you
1: literally it literally died and I get that that's traumatic
0: you. I don't want to take that trauma <laughs> away from you like to watch someone that you care about die but Bitch, you didn't do anything. You had one chance to see her under the mountain, and you just tried to like get down her down and dirty.
1: You could have done anything. But that's a, what that I is. Their, their entire
0: relationship is physical.
1: Ugh, God, Which, it's so upsetting. But we've all had those. We've people all been in there. Life. We've all been there.
0: And it's like when you're in it, you don't necessarily recognize it for what it is. Like they can't communicate. They have absolutely no like emotional connection outside of the bedroom.
1: No. They don't. Well, and if they, the, I guess the, I can't say emotionally connected, but again, her empathy for him is so insanely high where she's like, he's lost all of his things. He's lost his family. He's lost his court. He lost his ability to protect people. Well, no, he didn't. He never could. Yeah. And even then they say he's one of the most po- like powerful high lords. And he was still so powerful when Amarantha had like, uh tampered his powers mm-hmm. which means he still had so much to work with over everyone else and he did jack shit with well yeah power
0: is like potential it only matters what you do with it oh
1: like, god watch out hannah but them. it is like
0: okay They're who cares if you're players. fucking strong if you just sit there and on your ass like he does she does she has a tremendous she goes out of her way to be empathetic and compassionate towards him and he does nothing once again i think i wrote it actually about your chapters where i was that's okay
1: i wrote it in your chapters and my chapters (laughs) i wrote it he just says nothing yeah um and then we get to this part on page 31 where they're at like some random party well it's not a random party it's like a party for all the the people what chapter is 31 i think it's three maybe yeah it's chapter three mm-hmm. uh they were having some sort of get together with like the high yeah it's like the it's night just, before their wedding oh is this okay yes. yeah, yeah yeah it's this like their, the night, yes. their reception <laughs> right this is the night before their wedding and uh obviously her she's there with ianthi they're talking to some people someone just triggered her and then she was like i'm gonna go to sleep can handle this no more and she looks over and tamlin's over here like grinning and laughing with all of his bffs I'm that she's cutting met. it up and she's like oh like a good old boy right and she's like well tamlin tamlin has earned the right to grin for all he's been through and my only response was for what yeah why has he earned the right to grin and be happy what the fuck is wrong with you Farah? Yeah. the fuck yeah what has he earned yeah it, I mean, it's it also me and
0: when we get into chapter three like you really see how complicit lucian is because lucian is also just like you know he's put all of his eggs in tamlin's basket (laughs) yeah he did so to speak because he's defected from the uh, autumn court he doesn't have a working relationship with the autumn court anymore like aside from his mother he really doesn't have any sort of like emotional connection to them Mm -mm. but he just he also in a sense i he just wants things to be better so they're all trying to be like okay we just got to get through this and then things will be better we just got to get through this and things
1: will be better isn't that a good um display like that's pretty much how life is people are like we just got to get through this and the next day and like what are you getting through until you would die yeah the only difference is is since they're not mortal they're not like you don't get yeah. through it until you die. You just get keep getting through things. Yeah, and like what kind of yeah they're mentality not, they're is, not is that living. For living.
0: Yeah, right. they're not living at all. Um, but it it was frustrating because um, obviously as the book goes on and we get into your section, which I don't want to get into now, but like he is so um, he's such a peacekeeper at this time, and then like Feyre almost wants permission from him to act out. Yeah. Like, she's like, I can't just be the only person pushing back. Mm -hmm. Like, I need someone to stand with me. Yeah. And she looks to Lucian a lot because before Under the Mountain, like, that is, that was like, they were developing this relationship. And so she looks to him to be like, aren't you going to stand up for me? Like, you also know this is wrong. And he's like, cut it out, girl. Like, (laughs) we just got it. Yeah. Come on. Like, I'm going to have to deal with the fallout later. Like, so it- it's annoying. It's just annoying. And all of chapter three, where it's like, oh, he won't let you, or he let you do this, or he won't let you do that. Like, it triggers me to my fucking so core. Much. Like, it's not so much. Like, he says, um, like, speaking of, like, Lucian is talking about Tamlin DeFera being like, oh, like, he's letting you do this, or he's not letting you do this, and it's because he loves you so much. Like, that's not fucking love. It's control. Like, he doesn't care about you. He just wants to control the situation so bad. Yeah. Because he's never had control in his life. Like, he didn't have control over his family dying. He didn't have control. Well, over... he did, technically. Yes, but in a sense, he didn't. It was other people's actions. Yeah. That's like, true. he didn't, he has never had control. So he's just constantly seeking it over and over and over again. And he knows that he can control Farah. So, like,
1: she's just a little weakling. Ugh,
0: it triggered, like, the last relationship I was in just to make it about myself you know like Go for it. he'd be like oh like can i do this and i was like you don't i you don't need my permission to do anything you're grown you're actually older than me you're a grown-ass fucking adult mm. you're a grown-ass man you don't need my permission to do any do whatever you want just preach now if you do something that pisses me off we can talk about it but it's <laughs> like it you don't like <sighs> You see those people where it's like, oh, like my wife let me go play golf this Sunday. I'm I'd so like, excited. I'd be like,
1: fuck. I,
0: if you want to play golf, go play golf. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, babe. Do we have anything on Sunday? I'd really want to go play golf. Jeremy's got a tea time <laughs> at nine a.m.
1: See, I love that you say that. Because okay. Yeah, we don't. No, but we have really, anything going on, right? It's just checking in. Also, why don't you just check
0: the shared calendar I already made for (laughs) us, you motherfucker? You know we don't have brunch plans. Actually, I want you to... Can you leave at 8? I would
1: like to get up and have coffee in peace. I love that. Get out of my house. So it's funny that you say that and that was your thing because my ex would say that's controlling and that I was making him ask for permission. I was like, checking in to see if we have anything planned or going on is not the same as asking my permission. It's saying, hey here's what I would like to do. Is there anything that takes precedent that you have going on or that it's you need for? for? It's just a respect thing
0: for your relationship.
1: Literally. And he could not mentally process it. It was just like a, we are a unit, which means all of our things take precedence yeah. over anybody else. And if we have nothing going on, that's cool. Yeah. It's just checking in saying, exactly. does this work for your schedule? Do you have anything going on that Especially I need to Especially if about? you like, do have,
0: oh, like as you get more and more intertwined in a relationship, like your lives do. So you might have some, it might be your mom's birthday and you guys are all going out for dinner that night and he may forget that. Yep. And it's like, that's okay. It's not like he meant to forget that. And so you just check in, Hey, we have this thing and be like, Oh, actually you remember it's my mom's birthday. We're going out to dinner. Be like, Oh, okay. No worries. Like, yeah,
1: the, <sighs> it's, it's crazy. People are crazy. All right. It's just all
0: crazy. people are just stupid and mm. we're smarter. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry to digress. No, you're
1: good. Uh, I will you know say what we didn't discuss. I w- are we doing both of our sections in the same episode? Or are we going to break it? up? I think break it up. Okay, okay great. It's already pretty long. I mean, I will be cutting a lot of the. I know, so. um, <clears throat> but yeah. So
0: one thing I do like about Ianthi, to bring it back to her, mm. is I do like how uh, Sarah like very much allows her to be like sexually empowering. She does. Like you normally think of priestesses or priests as like, in, like and no. Favor makes that connection too where it's like, oh they're celibate and Mm-mm. they're, you know, very she a hoe. Yeah. In the best way. In the best way. In the most loving way. Yes. And like she throws it. Yeah. She throws it around. Around town. Oh my God. Speaking she, of it's which throwing
1: throwing throw pussy around. You have have to listen to the new kevin gates song called breakfast okay uh i did send it to l last night uh-huh. because i listened to it and i went what the fuck did i just listen to because when i see anything that just says breakfast it's sign me up it's not the it's not the direction i thought it was gonna go oh okay i thought it was gonna be like sweet nice no raunchy it's so it's so raunchy i love that. beyond it's beyond i was just like well, speaking of food kevin gates why it's Kevin Gates. What do you expect? I expected better. He's unhinged. He is unhinged. But Sexually in the unhinged. Best way. Oh yeah. His I interviews. Love him. Uh, absolutely out he of this talks world. About out of this world. It's so funny. It's hilarious. But the thing is, like, he has other albums that were like lyrically good yeah. and like content-wise, they they had substance. Yeah. This does not. The substance <laughs> is pussy. Oh okay. And all the things that. For breakfast, I'm assuming. <laughs> breakfast, lunch, lunch dinner, snacks. whenever. And I'm just like, why would you even call the song Breakfast? Other than that's he's when like, your day I'm going to bring you some breakfast and that's going to be me going down on you. And I'm like, well, what? <laughs> How okay. did we get here? Well, anyways, the way sorry. that Pharaoh basically calls uh am ho yeah. in
0: a loving way. Yeah, yeah. I really don't mean that derogatory. No, I get it. Ho it up, girl. Uh, ho season. We've all had our hoe season. Ho for the summer. She said that ianthi moves from male to male as if they were dishes at a banquet she sure does get it girl
1: she respects it though she's like all right i wish a little bit of that Taste a little bit of that
0: you like that go back for seconds i mean get it girl
1: well except for the part where ianthi's kind of a sexual predator a little bit
0: yeah well she does she does um she that's where it gets
1: that's where it gets like oh girl you're like "Mm." You're kind of a sexual predator. But we don't know that yet. We don't know.
0: We got little hints of it. We know that. We know so many things. But. We know more than you. If you were just
1: starting to read this, you don't know that. So I'm just telling you, she is a sexual predator. Yeah,
0: watch out. She's actually not cool. We hate her.
1: We do hate her. Yeah. Um. Talking
0: to your point about how, like, uh, Farah's almost sympathetic towards Reese but is resistant to that sympathy because they're enemies with Tamlin. They're enemies you know, for life. In chapter four,
1: she says... Wait, why are you on chapter four? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Girl, you are. You're four, right. right. I forgot. You're right. You read through chapter four. Sorry. I know. You did it right. I was wrong. Um, Please say that again. I knew you were... I was like, see, it's recorded. You were right. I was wrong. <laughs> you're big. I'm small.
0: No, we're both big and small at the same time.
1: <laughs>
0: um... But it's that same conversation you're talking about where, like, Anthe is talking to those two guys, basically hitting on them, yeah, trying yeah. to get down. Bron. Yeah, and they, they start right. talking about Reese um, and her bargain or whatever. And obviously, Farah is, like, I don't want to talk about that. But... Um, like Braun is being like oh he's probably running scared now that Tamlin's like oh big bad Tamlin again get whatever out, get out. but Farris says something really interesting and yes, she says she does she becomes his defense she goes which is weird she goes then you don't know Resand very well because
1: she does and it's one But of like those she like- also
0: doesn't but she, but she does. does.
1: She doesn't know him like in the most intimate sense, but she knows him way better and much, she much knows more he plays intimately. The long game, like well, and that he's incredibly powerful. Like she's seen yeah. again.
0: Yeah, she's seen him destroy people's minds without even fucking moving.
1: Yeah, and he's one of the he's one of the other ones who are like, oh, Tamlin's the strongest one, which I don't know why they ever say that because he's really like I think he has brute strength. Like that's like the, comparably, I feel like they're the, very the, the same, but. But Reese is much more strategic, oh yeah, and much smarter. And he has got so he's many more. He's more smarter. He is more smarter, and he's got so many. Uh, his gifts are much. Uh, they allow him much more. Work well, he ability. uses his potential. He does use his potential. He sure does.
0: Um, another thing in four. <sighs> yeah. Is. I'm bringing this back to me being single. Oh,
1: go for it. We're because all we're all. On that you know, boat.
0: this is their wedding day. Mm,
1: it sure is, and I want to be fuck Ianthi for this one though. It's their wedding day. The one thing favorite asked for is no fucking red roses. Yeah, and this motherfucking bitch mm-hmm. chose everything. But then she did say, "Oh, just do whatever you want." No, she literally said anything but red roses. she said anything but red she was very clear and she spoke up and she was so forceful on that one where it's like no red none and this bitch mixed in white roses and red roses and that is what fucking triggered her yeah granted she probably would have been but the red really fucked her up
0: yeah um it's it's what yeah well she's performative we know that um but i think because i'm single i find it interesting that um and I noticed it in this, but it's synonymous across a lot of like fairy tale type stories. Oh my God, did
1: you get that? Did you get all the notes on fairy tales? Do you know where I get it? No. Tell me more. Okay, I will.
0: Now. Okay. I will tell you more right now. Got it. Um, Like in any sort of like Disney fairy tale, you think wedding is synonymous with happy ending. Yeah. But like. That's not an ending I'm like they try to position it like oh you're just working towards your happy ending and you see it like in southern culture a lot too where it's like Mm. oh you're going to college to get your missus degree like your MRS degree and thank god I never went to college not
1: getting that degree (laughs) (laughs) maybe it all makes sense now (laughs) but like
0: I I think it is because I'm a little spiteful right now because I'm not in a relationship but I'm like at the end of the day it's it's not a happy end. Like, that's not the end. That's actually a beginning. Like, it's a very big beginning in someone's life. Well, and it is in life. the
1: beginning of this book.
0: But she literally says, I'd be married. I'd have my happy ending.
1: I get what she means, though. Like, they made it out from under the mountain. They Like, no one thinks you're going to make it out of, like, that horrible yeah. place and then still get to marry your boo. Yeah. And realistically, you should just say, bitch, based off of what happened, you shouldn't marry that boo. Yeah. You should get a new but boo. But isn't
0: it interesting that, no like, boo?
1: <laughs> I'm hungry. I do. I want that yellow tail. (laughs) After this episode, can we order lunch on your phone? Because my phone's in use.
0: Um, For sure. Um, Like, I get it. Ma'am, that is so loud. (laughs) It's not as loud as the dog. I know. I I hate that thing. Um, Like, I get the happy ending thing. I just, I also. If you notice a lot of times when couples when they go through something really traumatic it can either like make or break them Ugh. depending on how well they communicate absolutely and like how strong they are They're together not and it's like no their whole relationship was based off of superficial like bullshit and that's why they can't make it through this trauma because everything's not nice and neat and perfect or whatever. It's like,
1: well, this bitch is puking up her guts every night in like, like vivid night terrors. And she literally says at one point, I don't know if he's asleep or not, but his face senses make me think that he should be able to hear me puking, but he doesn't. And yeah. he just either pretends both, like it doesn't They exist. just
0: tread around each other. Cause like he does the same thing where he like freaks out and turns into his little beast and
1: sleeps at the end of the bed like a dog i mean what the fuck is that but but that's but she also doesn't bring it up they both just tread so lightly around each other they don't go like like, hey do you want to talk about this obviously she's like well i don't want to talk about it so why would he but like everyone's different and the fact that you guys aren't talking about it i think that's maybe a big epiphany i'm just having right now is that like even when shit's so bad if you refuse to talk about it mm-hmm. there is never going to be a way that that thing, that goes well like you have to be able, be able to have healthy bad Conversation. conversations mm-hmm. I literally wrote chapter
0: or... one not talking in a relationship is a bad sign
1: it's not even but it's not it's not even good talking like hey we can just talk things through like it's not being able to have negative conversations in a healthy way oh yeah are going to doom you. And that should be, that should be a red flag for any relationship. Like, if you can't say, we have a conflict, let's sit down and talk about it. Like, maybe I'll get heated for five seconds and be like, let me calm down. For sure. But like, we need to work through this. If you can't do that, then you shouldn't be with someone. Yeah. Because that, that is literally life, especially life with someone. I mean, can you imagine if me and you were in a relationship? (laughs) We've gotten in so many fights that like, Yeah. We've had to literally talk through and then take time apart and then talk through it more. Mm -hmm. Granted you did get other friends during that time. So I feel like if it was, you know, a romantic relationship that would have been you cheating on me, but it's fine. I'm not bitter.
0: Maybe we should unpack that off
1: the air. Maybe, but we'll (laughs) see. I would just like to say name Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We know it was a mistake. Exactly. Exactly. I'm just saying you don't have to rub it in There's my face can- you don't have
0: to rub my mistakes in my face okay you know i've what? already known and admitted it
1: there is another it's funny that you say that
0: i didn't say anything you actually said it no
1: that you say i rub it in your face and all that uh so i forgive people really easily and i for i don't forget the things that have happened Can't but, but forget I forget the past or you're doomed to repeat it right But really, that's true. just throwing your words back No, I know. And you should because this is why I started doing this. Because I learned early on in my life, I was just like, it's fine. And like, they're going to break that pattern because they said they would. Mm. And then they didn't. And I'm like, wait, why was like... Actions speak louder than words. Always. So I started this thing um, probably in my mid-20s when I would get into like fights with a a boyfriend or like there Mm -hmm. was issues or whatever. I started, I mean, thank God for smartphones started screenshotting that bitch mm-hmm. like everything like I'm like I don't want to forget this I keep it in like a hidden folder where I'm like I don't want to forget that this happened or forget what they called me or forget what they did mm-hmm. or forget how I felt during that and if I forget that then I'm going to really forgive them and move forward and then it's just going to keep repeating the same cycle yeah so um when my ex there's been a couple of they I've done it uh, probably once or twice where I'm like oh With one person specifically, and he's like, Well, let's just move on. And I want to do this and this. I'm like, Okay, but remember how you treated me in our relationship? And then I would send him screenshots. And he's like, I don't know why you have to have a, you know, you're a historian basically, and you had to just document all the wrongs. And I'm like, I'm not documenting all your wrongs. What I'm documenting is you did do this. You're trying to make me think that you didn't do this. Yeah. Because you said, Well, I never did that. Well, I can prove that you did that. Yeah. And I don't want to forget it. And he would always, get so angry that i was like oh yeah no i do have the screenshots of the time you were texting another girl about intimately being with her while we were together yeah and you want me to forget that yeah and you want to pretend like it didn't happen because you can't emotionally handle the fact that you did it yeah uh and that's not my problem that's yours but i'm not gonna forget for sure hashtag never forget
0: um on the flip side of that like, when I was dating Sam, we yeah. would break up. And yeah. then he literally, the two times, we've dated for a total of, like, six years, all wow. in total. And we had two big splits in yep. those times. And he, and at both splits, said that I did not make him happy.
1: That seems like a consistent... He
0: said other hateful words that I know were based in emotion and not... doesn't matter it still hurts yeah but he said i did not make him happy and i was like then he shouldn't be with me yeah same logical literally same. but then like he'll randomly come back and be like you know he asked me out to lunch a couple weeks ago and i went reluctantly and then he asked me out again and i was like i want to know your intentions to love you and marry you yeah but he was like i just really feel you know this connection to you and i was like you have to take your rose-colored glasses off because when you've when you've put distance in a relationship, you almost forget the bad shit and you only remember the good stuff that you guys. Had. I'm very
1: opposite. <laughs>
0: yeah, but it's like people do that all the time. Like we're all guilty of it. But for sure, he's done it to me multiple times where I'm like. Sam, you're forgetting that you weren't happy with me. But I and think not, that
1: that's not accurate. I think he's an incredibly unhappy with himself. Yeah. And he's projecting that one on you. Not that I'm saying that that's always the case. Yeah. But like he couldn't figure out a way to have those healthy negative conversations with you. Oh, And he was unhappy for sure. because of it. Yeah. Not because like, it was your how many fault. times
0: do we like you when you have distance you almost forget the bad stuff yeah. and then it's like
1: exactly you get back
0: into it and you realize oh and, this is why I left and that's
1: why I have the proof like that's why I keep those things it's not to be like let me throw this in your face You're not It's not
0: digging up the past it's, it's for
1: me to remember like wait what did happen and yeah. why did I feel this way because even though I'm like oh it's fine now because I have all this space and distance from it yeah like I need to remember oh shit there was like I walked up to his house and there was literally a girl he had just finished having sex with in the apartment. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't forget that. I need to remember that. Yeah. He was a fucking terrible partner.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why I feel like when Sam and I had our last thing where I was like, no, like I was like, I, I love you. I appreciate you. Oh,
1: you're so nice. I didn't I'm say that. I'm
0: thankful for you. Didn't say anything. But of that. we didn't end in bad Sam terms. Like I was like, I'm thankful for and I even said this. I was like, all of our good times and our bad times. Like you your relationship with me taught me a lot about what I want and what I need and who I wanna be and where I wanna go and who I wanna be with. And like if I didn't have you, I wouldn't have that perspective. Yeah. And so like I actually started doing this when I had my fallout with Elizabeth, when we were in that big mm-hmm. fallout. When you didn't have me? Yeah. You're right. But mm. it was when bad things happen and a relationship ends or whatever, you create distance, whatever. To decrease animosity for me, I find reasons to be grateful for that person. Even though I
1: remember, okay, it ended – and yes bad shit happened do you always do that or do you say fuck them for like five minutes first no, yeah like okay, it's a, i want to make process. sure i understand that you're human and oh you're for like, sure let me just be sent about this no, no
0: like i was fucking pissed and then one day on my way to work obviously i was thinking about it because we worked together <laughs> and i was like i was like i think i heard it on a podcast or something where it's like even if a relationship ends poorly or it doesn't like find a reason to be grateful for that person because oh my god yeah what it ugh, this is so cringy I can't say it.
1: No, I'm so grateful for the last two and a half years yeah. I learned.
0: But it's like people, so much about myself. people are always in your life for a reason and it's up to you to to determine what that reason is. Yep. And whether you learn from it and there's a lesson you get out of the relationship. Hopefully that, you don't
1: repeat that yeah, but, in the future. But
0: you can you will continue to repeat the problem until you've learned the lesson and yes. that doesn't just go for one relationship it's across all relationships oh, like and guess you what the fun it. part about that yeah. is
1: it's all related to your childhood trauma <laughs> fun fact this should be done with this that is i mean that's literally what every single fucking therapist i've heard is like it doesn't matter what you're doing or who you're with it all comes back to when you were a kid and like basically your first interactions with the fucking world that you had no control over that have now dictated your whole fucking life thanks to your parents and the people around you yeah so if you were fortunate enough to grow up in like a happy home with like healthy people cool good for you I Everyone grew up else in is a happy, fucked. healthy
0: home, and I still have fucked up shit. I'm saying you can't compare trauma
1: I just can't it can't, it's you can't not- do it. <laughs> You can't do it. It's the learning curve, remember? It you yeah. can still start further ahead and still have your issues and For still sure. be getting forward. Doesn't mean that I'm not starting way fucking behind well, you or whoever. Since
0: we've been triggered, I think it's only fair that we trigger the audience now. Yeah, go ahead. with one of the most triggering lines of this entire series. Oh my god, what is which it? Which is hello, Favorite Darling. Uh, that is how that is how chapter four ends. It really is. It um, as that one TikToker would say, makes your pussy throb. Truly, I hate that I just and said you know, that out loud. It's
1: fine because you know what? He, he's rolling in with his dark hair. He's got slightly golden skin at this point because he's his been out in the eyes. sun. Violet. He's fixing his black suit that you know is just <clears throat> cut so well. It's like let me brush. like, uh,
0: let me brush my shoulders off Walks real up beside
1: her. Here I am, Farah, darling.
0: Oh, it's so hot. Oh, so hot. So hot. So hot. So hot. I think we should end it there. I think that we
1: should. That was good. So that's the end of one through four. Welcome to our podcast. I think because this was our first episode of this season, it is going to be a little longer. I think the rest of them will actually probably end up being a bit shorter. For sure. But we had a lot to catch up on. We did. It's been
0: months. It's been like one. month. (laughs) It's been
1: two months.
0: Okay. Um, But thanks for joining us. We appreciate you being here. Glad
1: you were here. Tune in for the next episode where we go through uh, chapters Five through the end of eight. Yep. Meaning the third episode will start. Well, yeah, we'll start on yeah. nine.
0: So for now, just I guess put a bookmark in it and right? keep
1: on keeping on. Take your own notes. Say your own things. If we ever decide to post on social media again, you can comment your thoughts on our posts. It's cool. No one's looking at anyone or has any expectations. The shade is it's obvious. Fine. It's
0: fine. It's um, fine. Um, all right. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. We love you. We love ourselves. We're so glad you're here.
1: We do mostly like ourselves. we got to figure out a way to sign off on this without Uh it being awkward.